I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The radio home of the Buffalo Sabres. Live from KeyBank Center, this is the Post Game Show on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Here's your host, Brian Cozio. 6-3, the final score. The Toronto Maple Leafs double up the Sabres tonight. Welcome into the post-game show. I'm Pat Melicaro. We'll head down to the locker room in just a couple of moments. It was the Ryan O'Reilly show early and often for Toronto. Two goals in 37 seconds as part of a five-point night. Picked up the hat trick thanks to the empty net goal with just over a minute and a half to go in the third period. Uh, just over a minute to go, actually, in the final stanza. The Sabres mounted a rally in the third, scoring three straight goals. Jack Quinn on a two-on-one, instead of passing across ice, took the shot, scored his ninth of the season. Alex Tuck, a milestone goal as well, his 100th in his NHL career. And then it was Jeff Skinner getting the Sabres within two, made things interesting. Tage Thompson had an opportunity with a little under four minutes to go in the third period, had a chance to potentially bring the Sabres within one, but Ilya Samsonov, who was shaky in the third, made the save, kept it a two-goal game, and it's a 6-3 final here on the post-game show. We'll head downstairs right now as Alex Tuck joins Paul Hamilton. Thanks, Pat. Alex, uh, nothing you can say, just a horrendous start. Uh, how, how did you guys get off to that kind of start? What happened? Well, they just, you know, uh, they, they were simple. They were hard. Um, they're moving their feet, and we got a little bit too lazy, and uh, we just weren't playing our, our game at all. Um, like you said, it's a horrendous start. Back on our heels, just mistakes, and that's a team that's, I mean, it's an offensive super team. Offense, they got some, a lot of star power over there, and you're going to make defensive mistakes. You're going to allow them time and space. They're going to capitalize on it, and they did so. In a game like that where you have the people here and the atmosphere and everything, I guess the biggest question is how can you not be ready right off the bat in, in a game like this? Uh, I mean, there's no really rhyme or reason. Just guys have to look at each other individually. Uh, you got to come ready to play. Um, I mean, every game from here on out is big. Tonight was a big game. We lost it, but there's 27 more games. So we got to scratch this one and move on and I thought we still can take a little bit away from the third period. Um, but we dug ourselves too big of a hole. And so we have to go back to the drawing board and figure out what we did wrong at the start of the game. And um, a lot of it's just effort. 
Or if he has a surge like that, what's the challenge like of just, of just trying to stop the bleeding, I guess? Well, you just got to go in and not overthink. You can't give them any opportunities. I mean, it's it's a, it's a game of momentum. It's a game of inches. And if one team's got the momentum, sometimes you got to weather the storm. And uh, we didn't as a unit, individually. No one was ready. No one um, was ready to be a game changer. And, uh, yeah. Alex, what's on your mind going on with the defensive effort? Five times in seven games, five goals. Locker room, a blunt and honest assessment from Alex Tuck following the Sabres 6-3 to three loss. We're back downstairs. It's a lot easier when all five, six guys on the ice are working in a cohesive unit, and we weren't doing that in the first period. It was one guy was working, the other two guys, three guys were watching behind him giving them too much time and space when they were supporting each other all over the ice. And uh, honestly, it looked really easy for them out there. Uh, we allowed it to be easy for them, and we just got to be better. What was working late when you guys did get things going? We worked. Honestly, we just worked. We just put our head down. Um, there's nothing we could have done about the previous 40 minutes. We just wanted to go in and uh, work and never know what will happen. And uh, honestly, we had a couple... Uh, I thought their goals, but we still, I think, gave them a little bit too much. And but we did have a good pushback, so we got to take away our pushback and look at our third period and see how we can play against a team that, that's high up in the standings. And we got to be ready because we got a tough stretch coming up, and we got to be ready to go every night. Thank you, Alex. Okay. Alex, talk on the post game. Pat, back to you. Thank you, Paul. I hear it from Alex Tuck right there, having to put the work in. The Sabers not. Ready at the start tonight and it results in a 6-3 loss to Toronto. The Maple Leafs come away victorious. Ryan O'Reilly, the first two goals of the game, caps the scoring. Book ends it on the night with his 15th of the year and sends home what was a very much uh, Maple Leaf-friendly crowd here. Majority fans at the arena tonight uh, in Leaf jerseys and send it back downstairs to Paul Hamilton with Rasmus Dahlin. Rasmus, there's no other way to put it. How can you guys come out and not be ready for a game like that uh, and play like you did in the first period? Uh, yeah, we got to learn from it, move on, uh, on to the next one. we got to forget about this. But, um, yeah, uh, we can't uh, play like that in the first uh, 10 minutes. But you got to remember why it happened, don't you, so it doesn't happen again? Yeah, for sure. You guys have given up five goals five times in the last seven games. What do you think collectively is going on with the defensive effort? Uh, today was a lot of rushes, um, you know, um, should have uh, stayed in the middle instead of going out by the boards. So that created a two on one, um, stuff like that. Uh, we got to clean up cause every game matters now. Christmas, I've seen you guys get mad. I've seen you guys with passion when things go wrong. Honestly, I didn't see it tonight. Did, did somebody need to go out there and just get mad and say that enough is enough? Uh, we got to play. Uh, we needed offense. Uh, we needed score goals, and uh, we had a good push there at the end. Uh, but you know, we got to push um, earlier. What did you, like you like about the third period? Uh, yeah, um, we pushed them back. Uh, made them um, a little bit hesitant. Uh, we put pucks deep and got a lot of shot on net. So. Um, but, you know, we got to do it earlier, and uh, we, uh, we're ready for the next one. How aggravating 
is the situation with all their fans here with the hats on the ice at the end? Is that something you got to keep in your mind at some point? Yeah, we, I, I don't like it. Um, I don't like when it's happened. Rasmus Dahlin in the post game. Pat, back to you. Thank you, Paul. Rasmus Dahlin with an assist on Jeff Skinner's goal for Dahlin. That is point number 46 of the season for Dahlin having a uh, another strong performance, but you know, an honest, another honest assessment is, uh, you know, just when asked what could have been the difference, Darlene saying, you know, play here or there in in one specific case, uh, play he could have made differently that I believe resulted in Ryan O'Reilly's second goal of the game at at the 30. Uh, 37 seconds after his first, uh, Darlene, the only goal on, that he was on the ice for against. So that 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 was what uh, Darlene was talking about. For Mitch Marner, had a point on each of the first three goals. Also had an assist on William Nylander's power play goal that made it four to nothing, making it five nothing uh, for Toronto in the second period. And from that point on, Toronto let the Sabers back in. The Sabers pushed a little bit in the third period. Uh, for Buffalo, finishing with 13 shots in the third. Ilya Samsonov making 10 saves. Buffalo actually outshot Toronto tonight, 32-28. to Samsonov, 29 saves. Uko Pekalukin had made the start for Buffalo, making four saves or making six saves on 10 shots, allowing four goals. Craig Anderson took over after the fourth goal went in. And for Anderson, 17 saves on 18 shots. And those are some of your final stats of the game, which are brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. With that, we're going to say goodnight to our network affiliates here along the Buffalo Sabres radio network. We're going to hear from Sabres head coach Don Granato when we come back. If you'd like to continue listening, you can head over to WGR550.com or find us on the Odyssey app as well. Buffalo Beam in action again on Thursday night. I'm Pat Malacaro. We'll take a timeout right here on the Buffalo Sabres radio network. Bryson's in a jackpot of a situation here, a three-on-one. Now Nylander gets behind him, saved by Anderson. That save by Craig Anderson in the second period, one of his seven saves in the frame, part of 17-save performance in relief tonight, but it comes in a losing effort. The Sabres fall to Toronto 6-3 to tonight. I'm Pat Mellicaro here on the Buffalo Sabres postgame show, and the save of the game is brought to you by the Upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. We'll head back downstairs in just a couple of moments. We await head coach Don Granato and his post-game comments following Buffalo's 6-3 loss to Toronto. And for the Sabres, you know, just continuing the trend of not being able to pick up wins here on home ice, the Sabres now 11-15-2, a losing record here at Key Bank Center. 15 of the Sabres' 23 losses this year. The Sabres with the loss, 28-23-4, remain at 60 points through 55 games. So 15 of their 23 losses coming here on home ice for Toronto. They pick up points 77 and 78, still 13 points back of Boston, but in second place in the division in the Atlantic. The Sabres will play the team sitting in third right behind them the Tampa Bay Lightning on Thursday night as Buffalo heads south for a couple of days, taking on Tampa Bay Thursday at 7, followed by a game in Sunrise against the Panthers Friday night at 7 as well. You can hear Dan and Rob call all the action right here over the Buffalo Sabres radio network. Want to take you through the injury report now while we have a moment. It's brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers 
Only one injury to talk about, and that's Cal Clegg. Day-to-day, and as Don Granato said pregame today, actually could be minute-to-minute. Uh, dealt with an injury yesterday, um, lower body injury, and just trying to work through it now. And uh, as a result, Jacob Bryson was in the starting lineup tonight, in the lineup, and took Clegg's place. But uh, one of the players that has really helped solidify uh, that bottom pairing for the Sabres uh, this season since coming up from Rochester over a couple of different occasions. So Clegg not able to go tonight. We'll see if he's available for the team in these next couple of games. We heard from Alex Tuck, also from Rasmus Dahlin, when Paul Hamilton caught up with both of those players. There's still 25 games to go in the regular season, or 27 games to go in the regular season. This game, number 55, for the Sabres, they still are within striking distance with the games in hand. Florida has played 60 games, so the Sabres have five games in hand entering tomorrow. As of right now, they're four points back of the Panthers. Washington was in action tonight, uh, so we'll see how their game turned out. Buffalo has played four fewer games than the Capitals. They've played five fewer than the Islanders. Also, a couple of games fewer, now just one less than Pittsburgh. Three points back of the Penguins. The bottom line is the Sabres are going to play many of the teams they're chasing over these final 27 days, 27 games. Washington will be here at Key Bank Center on Sunday. That's an important game. Before that, you're in Florida on Friday night. You have to pick up two points, and you have to do it in regulation. Uh, still so many games to go in the regular season, but it is an important game, a game you have to win in 60 minutes and get within two points potentially of Florida. Get Just get within that striking distance of giving yourself a chance to uh, – have a chance over the final 20-so games of the regular season. Now let's head back downstairs. Here's head coach Don Granato. Let me first start, Paul, uh, before I answer that. You might have to ask it again, but this this was not on UPL, just just so we're, we're clear on that. Uh, that change was made um, because we, we didn't have the start. Um, they had jump at the start. We didn't. Uh, we just it was one of those nights where you could see we weren't processing things well. I thought that was the case through the entire game. Uh, we didn't look sharp and we didn't feel sharp. We had to battle, um, I think, within our within ourselves, and we challenged them quite a bit as a you know on the coaching side. Um, two minutes left. Thompson hits a hits a shaft of a stick. Could have made it a five four game at that point. So I give uh, the, the, the fight was what we needed to see when you're not feeling good. Um, we weren't sharp. We weren't smart out of the gate. Um, and we, we were the first three or four minutes. And then after that goal, it was a deflator, which is a, which is a real, uh, when you look back at it, I've had a chance to even, even just go watch. You can see, knowing what you see on the bench and feel on the bench, um, the, the there was a deflator there, and that was. And before you know it, we're down a couple. Uh, we're down four. Um, at that point, the 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 necessity is to fight and compete. And then there, we cannot compromise that. I don't think we did compromise that, even though uh, there wasn't a guy out there that looked uh, looked like themselves and, and didn't fight it tonight. So um, that's the way that's the way I feel about it. And you got to move on as quick as you can. Don, you've given up five goals, five five or more, five times in the last seven games. What do you think is going on with the collective defensive effort, defense, forwards, goaltending, everything since February started? Yeah, well, you nailed it right there, February started. What was the first 
what were the first nine, nine of the first 10 days or 12 days in February? They were off. You were off. And uh, I think that plays a large part in it. Um, and so you, you, you have to factor that in it and you have to, obviously you look at it and you'll, I mean, tonight it, it was, it was, uh, you know, it was, you, you look at it, systems and yeah, there's a system breakdown or a breakdown that you like to see, but it was more, uh, our guys weren't sharp. I mean, they know, they know how to execute. They just weren't sharp tonight. So, so I guess what I'm saying is you can look at the games and say five goals in X amount of games and say, Oh my God, is there something going on here? Well, um, you know, you look at this game, we know we can be better. We know we will be better and we'll move on. I, I don't think it's a problem that's going to linger is, is my feeling on it. Um, I think it's things that'll be cleaned up and we'll move forward. I mean, your, your guys seem stunned when the late, the, the Leafs had their push. They didn't really seem to have an answer. Of course, you called a timeout after the third goal. When you you see that happening, I mean, what's the level of concern just at this point in the season? Because I know you said they don't look like themselves, but it's not like I mean, it's not like you guys played last night. I guess is my point. Well, you know, these things happen at any point in the season. These things can happen. You look at playoff series, and it, you know, a game like that. There's there's you know there's situations like that in a playoff series, and teams come back and rebound and win. It happens. Um, it's a long season, and you, the, the important thing is in a situation like tonight when you don't feel good, that you fight and compete. And, it, you know, the, that was one thing we cannot compromise. And we weren't sharp, uh, but, but uh, you know, that competitive effort was, it, it could have got a lot worse, right? You're talking about a segment that, that was as ugly as uh, a segment we've had uh, in a building that, that uh, you know, was challenging in, in its own right, and you're, you're reeling, and you can reel. Um, but there was 50 minutes after that, or 48 minutes after that. And what we needed to see was compete. And that got better, and compete when you're not feeling good and when you have adversity. So, you know, we're going to have to just pick up the pieces and move on, and, and um, that's what you do. Where so, is UPL's game in your mind? You took him out because you kind of had to, but I think he would agree a couple of those goals needed to be stopped. Well, he was good the other night. Um, we know that, so... Um, he's when he's capable. So, you know, you, you, you can't predict the future, but he comes to work every day. The, 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 the areas that you do predict it, I think, is his confidence is still strong uh, by virtue of watching him in San Jose the other night. Uh, he comes every day. He works. Um, you know, and, and tonight we, we were out of sync. We played a team that was absolutely in sync, that, whose top players uh, executed because they were in sync. They were feeling it. And, and uh, again, um, so for, for UPL, I, I don't want to look at something and say and carry negative forward baggage. It's not healthy. This is not something that doesn't happen uh, around the league at times. You have to be able to handle this. And worry, doubt, fear, and everything else is no good to handle this. And nobody wants to hear me stand here and make excuses for what just happened. Um, they want to see the next time out, and, and that's what we have to move forward to and focus on. How much does Dirks play into that start? It could. It could, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, as, as Lance mentioned, you know, that four, five, six-minute span there is not something we've had happen this year. Um, and, and we didn't, you know, we, we, we hit a lull, and it, obviously you give good team 
good players with a little bit more time and space, they're going to execute. And, and um, you know, it took us a little bit to get back in it. All right, that was Sabres head coach Don Granado following the team's 6-3 to loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. I was excited to come to the arena tonight. I really was, not only because it's the only time Toronto is here and the only time they've been here in the past 15 months, but it's February 21st. The Sabres are right on the verge. A win tonight puts them within just a couple of points, two points of a wild card spot. And we're talking about games that have great significance. You go to Tampa Bay on Thursday, Florida on Friday, and the Capitals are here on Sunday. Those are three teams that you're measuring yourself against, two of which you're fighting for a wild card spot as the Panthers hold on to the last spot in the wild card standings at 64 points. The Capitals are two points better than you at 62 depending on their outcome tonight, which we'll talk about in a minute. But it was the former Sabre, Ryan O'Reilly, that really started the Leafs' offense, and the top stars were their top stars. You look at the first two goals, which came in 37-second span, Ryan O'Reilly from Mitch Marner and John Tavares. O'Reilly's 13th from Marner and Tavares, 37 seconds later, his 14th of the year, Marner and Tavares once again. A little bit different goals. They weren't exactly the same, uh, the first two, but uh, a two-on-one opportunity, uh, a one-time opportunity, it's 2 nothing. Tavares able to score. Michael Bunting makes it a 4 nothing lead. And in the span of 12 minutes and 9 seconds to start the game, the Leafs have one of their quickest starts on the road in franchise history, and they were able to add to the lead later in the game. The Sabres just could not find an answer over those first couple of minutes. Uka Pekalukinen just was not on top of his game tonight. You heard Don Granato right at the start say that even though Lukinen was pulled from the game tonight, it was not on him. Of course, when the team's not ready to play and the team is going so poorly at the start, Granato uses timeout, remember, after the third Toronto goal, trying to stop all the momentum there. It didn't help. It be, would become 4 nothing soon after that. At that point, you almost have to just make the goaltending change just to try and wake the team up. Less a reflection on Lukanen and more about the team itself. And you heard Don Granato mention that there. So it was 4 nothing after 20 minutes, thanks to Michael Bunting's 19th of the year. And not only did John Tavares have three points in that first period, he would add another assist later on. And we'll have more highlights of Ryan O'Reilly and Mitch Marner combining uh, later on. But let's take a listen to the highlights from the game now as we start in the second period after the Sabres were down 4 to nothing, A penalty-free game up until the 14-11 mark of the second period. Jacob Bryson called for tripping, and just 25 seconds later, the Maple Leafs make the Sabres pay. Scrambling to get back into position. Here's Matthews into the slot for Marner. Holds it, trying to pass it across. Tavares, far post scores. Nylander. William Nylander's 32nd goal of the season. It comes on the power play, the only special teams goal of the night. John Tavares with another assist, giving him four points on the game. Mitch Marner, his 
third assist of the game, fourth assist of the game at that point. So both Tavares and Marner had four points in the first five goals for Toronto. Five nothing at that point after 40 minutes, but then the Sabres went to work in the third period, thoroughly out shooting Toronto and getting on the scoreboard midway through the frame. Sends it off the end boards. It's going to come all the way up the center ice. Here's Quinn now going to the net with a shot. Scores! Sabres are on the board. Quinn with 14.48 remaining in the third period. It's 5-1 Toronto. Jack Quinn's ninth of the season. Casey Middlestat with the assist. About two and a half minutes later, the Sabres find another. Both from the same state. Here's Alex Tuck with a shot. He scores. Alex Tuck down the right side. Gets the Sabres within three. Trailing 5-2 with 11.59 remaining in the third period. A milestone goal for Alex Tuck, his 100th of his NHL career, 27th of the season with the Sabres. Tage Thompson with an assist. And then things would get interesting at the 16-29 mark of the third period. Buffalo would pull within two. Quick pass. Scores! Jeff Skinner down the left wing. Took the pass. And he beats Samson off again. And hang on. The Sabres just down by a pair now with 3.31 to go here in the third period. Jeff Skinner's 22nd of the year. Rasmus Dahlin, a point, his 46th assist of the season. Alex Tuck, an assist as well. You heard Don Granato talk about it. Tage Thompson had a chance late in the game. Samsonov makes the save, keeps it a two-goal game. And then that brings us to our play of the game, brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933 as the... Maple Leafs would score an empty net goal. Pass Ryan O'Reilly with an empty net chance here for the hat trick goal, and it gets across the line. Almost kept out. Ryan O'Reilly comes back to Buffalo. Not only scores his first in a Maple Leaf uniform, he gets the hat trick goal. For O'Reilly, his 15th goal of the season. Mitch Marner, another assist in the game. And for Ryan O'Reilly with the hat trick, also adding an assist. Uh, in the victory tonight will make him the electric player of the game brought to you by town auto group for an electrifying performance check out town auto groups lineup of evs also want to remind you that don granado's post-game press conference was brought to you by salino plumbing heating and cooling and tempstar emergency services specialists bringing the heat on and off the ice we head back downstairs and get some final thoughts from paul hamilton uh following the sabers 6-3 loss to the maple leafs tonight Paul, blunt, honest comments from both Alex Tuck, Rasmus Dahlin, and Don Granado as well. But at the end of the day, the Sabres found themselves trailing by five after 40 minutes. Well, Alex Tuck especially, uh, you know, he, when you looked at the first period, he was one of the few Sabres that was pushing back, that was, you know, I mentioned to you after the first period, I believe it was, I, wait, wake up, show us you're alive. Because I've seen these guys get mad before. I've seen Darlene and Cousins and those guys get mad and do something about it and go out and have some passion. Absolutely no passion. Somebody get mad. What, what is wrong with Dylan Cousins these days? Turning off checks? Get mad. You used to. You did in the Heritage Classic last year. I mean, come on. I mean, show you're alive. That that was absolutely inexcusable to come out and play like that in a game like this and to give up four goals, to give up now you, five times since the break, you've given up four or three goals in a period. 
You shouldn't do that five times in a season. I don't care what team you are. And they've done it five times since the break. Um, I understand they were off for nine days. That's over with. That's over and done with. That should not be showing up in their game tonight. They were completely and utterly unprepared to play this game. And the third period, the Maple Leafs, good for them. They did show some life in the third period, uh, the Sabres, and scored three goals that Samsonov should have had all three of them. And uh, Thompson almost did make it 5-4, and that's great. You're playing a team by then that's trying to get the game into the garage and go home. That's all they're trying to do. They're up 5 nothing, And you took advantage of that. Good. Congratulations. You did, you did play well there. But it doesn't erase what you did in the first period that was absolutely unacceptable. You can't play like that in a game like this at this time in the season and show up like that. And I'm sorry, I'm not buying the nine days off. If that's over and done with, you shouldn't be doing that in this game. Sabres fall to Toronto 6-3 to tonight. Let's take a look at our first call of the game. It's brought to you by ServPro of Central Buffalo's first response from the fans. And ServPro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy responds first and faster to any decised disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. Paul, the question came in, you know, what is the issue or what are the issues that are causing the Sabres so many fits here at home? Another loss on home ice, their 15th loss here at KeyBank Center in regulation this year. This one was just simply they weren't ready to play. And they were so unready to play. I mean, you couldn't even get a shot mentality because for the first 10 minutes, they never crossed the red line. What are they going to do, shoot from their own zone? Um, They never had the puck to shoot it anyway. I mean, they just got thoroughly outplayed. And, you know, they're, they're not in position in the defensive zone. They're not in position in front of the net. They weren't battling in the corners. They, they were just basically watching the Toronto Maple Leafs waterboard them, uh, as the Calgary Flames have done and other teams have done recently. And, you know, it, it just turned into the mad panic again, and goal after goal after goal winds up in your net. And, uh, you know, nobody's playing well. You're not getting any saves. And next thing you know, you're down four to nothing. And they've got a good enough team to score four goals in a game. So I suppose if you're going to get behind four nothing, you may as well do it halfway through the first period. But uh, they, they had some better chances in the second period, but couldn't score on Samsonov, who recently hasn't been great. And then got three on him that I, all three of them I think he'd want back. So, uh, you know, yeah, good for them that they made five nothing into five three. But that, that first period was absolutely inexcusable. And, Paul, I, I was saying right before Don Granato that I was excited to come drive down to the arena tonight, get here for the game, knew there would be a lot of Leaf fans, and that's what we've come to expect for Sabre Leaf games here in the building, and I understand why. Toronto tonight, Tampa Thursday, Florida on Friday, the Capitals on Sunday. Those are two teams, two of those four games, you have teams right in front of you in the wild card standings, and then you can kind of measure yourself against two of the top teams of the three in the Atlantic. I was excited to come here tonight, and then Ryan O'Reilly just kind of snuffs everything out right away. The, the, the entire line does uh, with Marner and Tavares, each of them getting three points in those first three goals. And now you're sitting here saying you just need the team to show some life, but it's not a question, but I was excited to come here tonight, and then it kind of went away pretty quick. Yeah, and how can he not be up for the game in this type of an atmosphere? How can you, you know, not be up for it? And yeah, I know it maybe 
you don't enjoy having your building taken over and having the fans 50-50, but you know that's the way it is. I mean, live with it. I mean, that's the way it's always going to be, and and uh, live with it. And you know how you know how you shut up the other fans. You play well, right? Go out and play well, and then you don't have to worry about the Leaf fans throwing hats on the ice, and you don't have to worry about the Leaf fans laughing at you and, and everything else. Uh, you know, go out and go out and show up, but uh, to, to to just be a complete no show. Um, it, it, it's, it's not like they were playing three three games in four or seven games in 11 or 12, 12 games in 23 or anything like that. It was, you know, basically they got back. They had a couple of days. I understand that sometimes that happens. A lot of times that happens coming off the West Coast. But to be that unprepared, you can at least show up and be mad. Maybe you don't have your legs. Maybe, you're, you know, you don't have whatever. But you can at least show up and make the Toronto Maple Leafs think twice before they start laughing at you as they're as they're pl- looking like the Harlem Globetrotters of hockey out there, and uh, put a couple of guys on on their back ends and make them understand that uh, okay maybe we don't have our legs tonight but we're we're at least going to fight back and we never saw that until the third period. Paul Hamilton joining me, Pat Melicaro, and the Sabers post game show. Paul, we'll finish on this. You know, just after. Sabres get on the road tomorrow. They'll be in Tampa on Thursday night. You know what are what are maybe some signs you'll you'll look to look for on Thursday night to see if this team, you know, responds from from a game like tonight. You know, see if they're skating. See if they're you know on their toes. You know, getting into the zone, getting getting put putting pucks where they can get to them first, and then getting the forecheck going, getting pucks and people to the net, winning some battles. Just plain and simply winning some battles in your defensive zone, win some battles. I mean, you're giving up seven to Calgary. You're, you're you're giving up five to the Leafs. You're giving up five to the Kings. Win some battles, you know, and and uh, take some pride in, into what you're doing out there because they usually do. That's not something that I, I say very often or very lightly, but it didn't look like they had any pride in what they were doing at all in the first period. And, uh, you know, yeah, they hung their goalie out to dry. I also wouldn't have, you know, would like your goaltender to make some saves too. I mean, I, I agree with Don Granado. It'd be silly to blame this on Lukanen, and he had to take him out. He didn't necessarily take him out because he was awful. He wasn't great, neither was anybody else. But he had to try to change the momentum of the game, and Anderson did come in and play well. Uh, but from top to bottom, whether we're talking about goaltending, defense, or forwards, uh, to me, Alex Tuck is the only one who showed up tonight. And it results in a Maple Leaf 6-3 win over the Sabres. Paul, thanks for all your work today, pre, pre-game, during the game, and here post-game tonight. Appreciate all your work. Okay, we'll talk to you uh, Thursday. Sounds great. Talk to Paul on Thursday night when the Sabres take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. That'll be a 7 o'clock puck drop here along the network. Pre-game coverage starts at 6. We'll have that one here for you. Then Buffalo is in Florida on Friday, so back-to-back games. Any way you look at it this week, the Sabres play 3-4, and four, whether it's tonight off day tomorrow, and then in Tampa, Florida followed. And then if you look extended out further, the Sabres will have an off day Saturday, then right back at it Sunday afternoon, taking on the Washington Capitals. Before we wrap things up tonight, let's take a quick look around the league and get you an updated look at the standings. As there's four minutes to go in overtime, wild one in Nashville tonight, where the Canucks and Predators are tied at four. Four different goal scores for Nashville in the game, including Nito Riders' 16th 
of the season. Chicago hosting Vegas tonight. Jack Eichel's 18th of the year. Keegan Colasar his sixth. The Golden Knights with a 2-1 advantage over the Blackhawks. 9-14 to go in the third period. After 40 minutes in Edmonton, the Flyers with a 2-1 lead on the Oilers. Everything else tonight has gone final. Another victory for the Hurricanes. Now up to 84 points on the season. They defeat the Devils 5-2. Tampa Bay, Buffalo's next opponent. 6-1 thrashing of the Ducks, while the Red Wings upend the Capitals 3-1. And the Wild score a 2-1 victory over Los Angeles. So an updated look at the standings. Mentioned the Hurricanes. They are the top team in the Metro, 84 points. New Jersey and the Rangers follow them. Boston the night off, 91 points. The Leafs 13 points back, 78, followed by Tampa Bay with 75. And then the two wild cards, the Islanders and the Panthers. Buffalo trying to track down Florida. The Sabres have five games at hand on both the Panthers and the Islanders, and Buffalo needs to make up four points. Florida holding down the final wild card spot with 64. Both Washington and Detroit, the next teams in front of the Sabres, they each have 62. So the Sabres through 55 games, 60 points on the season, and will try and get back in the win column Thursday night. As I mentioned, Friday is one that you have to win and win it in regulation. And oh, by the way, you've got a big one on Sunday as well against the Washington Capitals also. So the Sabres off tomorrow. Back in Tampa on Thursday, followed by Friday night. Both 7.05 starts, Tampa and the Panthers back-to-back. Then the Sabres return home for a Sunday afternoon matinee, 1 o'clock puck drop. That'll be a 12 o'clock pregame here along the network. And that's going to do it for us here tonight from Key Bank Center, where the Toronto Maple Leafs defeat the Sabres 6-3 in Toronto's lone visit to downtown Buffalo this season. want to thank everyone who helped us out throughout the broadcast here tonight. Our engineer was Tom Maddy for... Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray on the broadcast. Jonathan Cozio with his work here tonight, along with Frank R. Curry, Paul Hamilton. I'm Pat Melicaro. We will talk to you on Thursday night when the Sabres take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. 7 o'clock puck drop. Pre-game gets underway at 6 o'clock as well. Have a great night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.